0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And
2: in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga.
1: Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass.
0: So let's just get right out to the phone line and talk with Katie Mox from the Betting Exchange, Madison Square Garden Networks, MSG Networks, I should say. And uh, she joins us right now on the Roman guest line. Katie, what's going on?
2: Hi, guys. I'm good. I'm excited for Game 6. I bet you are. Katie. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Trista. I haven't talked to you in a while. I know. Are you
1: you ready for... uh all of the warriors to crip walk on the park park a floor tonight
2: i mean i hope so i mean y'all know me i'm bay area until (laughs) i die but i'm nervous about tonight i want to close it out but these closeout games on the road are so hard and the warriors haven't been able to do one yet in this playoff so crossing my fingers
3: katie before you uh get nervous and give us your favorite place for the night i I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you, do you have some bit of news that you need to tell the people out there? I see your name in flashing lights all over social media. What are you getting into now? What is your new uh, job description?
2: Yes, thank you so much. So I am launching a podcast called Moxie where We make all of our bets. With Moxie, with Gumption, all heart, baby. And it's going to be with Omaha Productions and ESPN. So it's launching on Monday. We will be three days a week throughout the summer. And then come football season, it will be a daily podcast.
3: That's awesome. They got you
1: you working, working, Katie. You're still doing the betting exchange as well?
2: I'm still doing the betting exchange as well, yes. So I'll be doing the podcast in the mornings. And then I will do the betting exchange at night. But I'm super excited. Obviously, I haven't done a podcast. I'm gonna guest on a lot of podcasts, so I'm really excited. And I hope that you guys will all come on if you ever have time. Oh, absolutely. We would love that. For sure. Absolutely.
0: But now that you're big time, now you're on the spot. Now the pressure's on. What are you doing tonight? The Celtics, <laughs> three and a half point favorites, minus one sixty five on the money line. I'm guessing you're going with the Warriors on the money line plus one forty.
2: I, no, I'm not, but it's not because it's not because I don't believe in it. It's because it's too close to my heart. I want want it so bad that I, I don't want to jinx it. So of course I would lean the Warriors. I think the Warriors can win this game. They should win this game. When I look at, the Celtics and how they played in the last game, they just seem a little bit gassed. I think it's these back-to-back Game 7s. Again, we saw it with the Rangers, even though hockey is an entirely different animal. At some point, that's going to catch up with them. So I'm hopeful that the Warriors will win this game. I would lean them on the spread, plus the 3.5, but I actually like the over in this game. If I'm taking something on the full game, I like the over.
3: Hmm, the over. I was just about to ask about that. 2.10.5 was the last number that I saw. Um, So let's say... Let's say this game goes I don't know. Let's say this game goes Celtics go up like 5 or 6 points early. Is there is there a point in which you want to officially like buy in on a team live like would you would you would you take the Warriors if they go down big to come back and have another form or victory in that fashion on the road or would you say that you know, if the Celtics go ahead and handle their business, that you'd rather just back the Celtics at a more reasonable number than a team to come back and, and steal one uh, to not only on the road, but to finish off the NBA Finals.
2: I would definitely, if, if if the Warriors go down in the first quarter, one, that's nothing new. They go down in the first quarter quite a bit. They go down in the first half quite a bit. And we know that they are this incredible third quarter team. So if the Warriors do go down, yeah, I might look at that live line to see if there's something to bet. but. Kind of going back to the over and why I think this is going to be a high-scoring game, the Celtics haven't hit 100 points in the last two consecutive games. But, of course, I think we all expect them to be much better tonight offensively. Their backs are up against the wall. They're at home. I do believe that Curry's going to have a bounce back here. He was 0 for 9. I can't see that happening again. Game 6, Clay, the man, the myth, the legend. I'm excited to see that tonight. And then, of course, all of the other role players that should step up. The over is actually 7-3 in the Warriors' last 10 road games. It's 12-3 to the over in road elimination games dating back to 2014 and 15. Mm. So I like that over. And to your point, if the Warriors go down and there's some decent lines coming at them for the second half, I might hammer that.
1: So Andrew Wiggins' point prop, 18 and a half Clay Thompson's point prop, 20 and a half Jason Tatum's is 27 Jalen Brown's 24 and a half. If you were to place your money on one of those props, who would it be and why? And do you have any other favorite props for this for this tonight's game?
2: So, uh, I don't really like any of those scoring props. Specifically, if I had to choose, I would choose Wiggins. You know, I choose Maple Jordan. He's coming off of a a career high game. He's he's doing really well here. But I like Jason Tatum, but I wouldn't take him just the points. I take him the points with the rebounds because his scoring has been a little bit inconsistent. I think the highest that he's got is about 28. The lowest he's had is 12. His season average is about 26.5, but where he's been great is the rebounds. He's been super consistent there. He's got 7.6 rebounds in the last five games. And against Golden State all year, he's averaging about 8.3. His last two games, he's had 10 and 11 on the board, mostly defensive rebounds. Celtics have been phenomenal with the rebounds. So I actually like Jason Tatum, the points plus the rebounds over 35.5, more than I like his scoring. We took it
1: all.
0: Yeah, good. I like that a lot too tonight. Um, Katie, I have to ask you really quickly about the San Francisco 49ers because I was listening to oh, a George Kittle interview and he wants two bye weeks, which I completely agree with. I love George Kittle for that, but he doesn't want to answer yeah. Trey Lance questions. It sounds like doesn't want to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo. Does that concern you at all? And what are they going to do? Where's Jimmy Garoppolo going to be this year? Is he going to play football anywhere?
2: Uh, well, one, I think, you know, he's We're just in a getting, getting so close. There Jimmy is one of his best friends, right? So we've got a, a big love and respect for Jimmy. I don't know if you guys remember a couple years ago when they were wearing the t shirts with each other on and then wearing the t shirts of the t shirts with each other on it. So they're really, really close. So you're never going to hear George Kittle say anything bad about Jimmy Garoppolo. And since there isn't a definitive decision on who the quarterback is going to be, he doesn't want to say anything. But he said high praise of Lance, you know, previously. I think it was not that long ago he had an interview where he's like, I don't envy Kyle Shanahan or John Lynch at all in this situation. You've got a guy that wins in Jimmy Garoppolo. You've got a really talented guy, you know, coming up in the ranks. I'm glad I have nothing to do with it. Where Jimmy Garoppolo – I mean, I I could tell you what I want. I would like Jimmy Garoppolo to stay – I think having two viable quarterbacks is better than having one viable quarterback. Of course, if I were Jimmy, I would want to leave. I wouldn't want to go through the same thing that I went last year. It's really awkward. And if you're Trey, of course, you want the opportunity to play. I don't mind Trey you know, sitting for another year or beating out Jimmy Garoppolo if that's the case. But I want to make sure that we get something for Jimmy. Just releasing him. I know a lot of analysts recently have said that they think that the Niners are just going to release him. And that, to me, does not seem like the smartest decision.
0: Would you rather have Trey Lance the unknown, or Baker Mayfield, who also doesn't have a home?
2: Oh, Trey Lance. Wow. I, don't, I don't believe <laughs> it. No,
1: man,
0: you guys are a bunch of Baker haters. <laughs> Baker sucks, here. man. Katie, just wait. Comeback Player of the Year. You guys heard it here first. I no. don't even believe and it. And last. Katie, what do you I, think is going
2: to happen with Debo? <laughs> oh, Debo's going to get paid. Debo's going to get paid. I think he's going to be happy. I think that this was just. Uh, He was playing his cards and he he played his cards a certain way by doing the whole social media and saying, I don't want to play for the Niners anymore. But he knew he had a lot of leverage leading up to the draft. I think the Niners were smart. They called his bluff and then, you know, they forced him to come back to the negotiating table. I do think that they're going to have to and they drafted more running backs. We're getting more running backs. Like, I think they're going to have to share that load. We can't use him all the time the same way that we are I mean of course you can't have a, a player that versatile and not use it every once in a while but I understand where he's coming from I think he's going to get paid they love him they're not trading him he's not going anywhere.
3: Katie what's a team that you think this year is not getting enough respect in terms of like legit Super Bowl buzz I mean, I, we know we have a bunch of teams that kind of do this uh, you got the Bills got the Buccaneers you got the Chiefs that always get the love but what's a, a more low-key team that you've been eyeing as maybe a true competitor this season?
2: The 49ers. The 49ers are the team that I would pick. Katie, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're
3: not gonna let you answer with any bias any longer. We're gonna have to stop removing your bias. You and the, you are you ride so hard for the Bay Area. I love it though. I love it though.
2: I do. Well, here's the thing. If I if I think of the people who are worthy of a Super Bowl, I mean, I don't know who I would say that's like a very long shot that I think has a chance. Like maybe the Broncos with Russell Wilson, but they've got a new coaching staff there. They've got a new quarterback. They've yeah. got to learn everything. They don't have Vic Fangio anymore. So there's no other team that I'm like, wow, they have, I mean, maybe... Who drafted well? The Jets. But, like, are we really going to say the Jets are some kind of Super Bowl contender? No. So, out of the favorites, I think they all make sense. There's no one that I think is getting snubbed except for I buy it.
0: Uh, Katie, (laughs) if you have your way tonight, then the NBA, the season's over because the Warriors have won the NBA Finals. So, what are you doing um, coming up? Geez, Saturday night. We have to wait until Saturday for Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Finals. That's crazy. Tampa Bay, plus 125. Colorado, minus 150. A bunch of baseball going on. Uh, What else are you doing to – you know, find, find some, I guess, content action. and also, yeah, action.
2: Yes. Try not well, to it's sound like twofold. a degenerate. I'll be, yeah, well, hi, I always say that I'm a degenerate in nice packaging. So you're in good company Agreed. here, but I, I, I'll be, I'll be happy and sad. It's like, you're happy that it happened. And then you're sad that it's over, but yeah, the Stanley cup, I, the last game, game one, I had the under in that game, which I think most of the public did too. It was about 52%. It was pretty even. I really just thought, that tampa bay was going to show up and shut them down much like they did with the rangers but those two goals scored and i think we had four goals in the first period so i'm feeling a little rusty on my uh, yeah. uh hockey right now but i do think that tampa bay and i did take tampa bay to win uh the stanley cup for the three-peat i got it at plus 155 so it's not like i did it all that uh, you know long ago it was basically after the rangers were out but i think that goaltending is going to be, maybe it wasn't in the first game. Vasilevsky hasn't been that great in games one. The Rangers scored six goals on him in the first round, in the last, the first game of the last round. But I do think that goaltending and experience is going to come into play. So I'd like the Lightning to win this series, but I haven't really looked too much into game two because I'm still pissed about that under.
1: In baseball, what kind of uh, trends or plays have you been playing to, we've been fading the Cubs a lot. It's uh, always a that's good move. Fading the Nats a lot. Um now that we're we're basically just a couple weeks out from no baseball or no sports except for baseball. Um what what have you been kind of finding success in?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm mostly like player props. I feel like yeah, fading the the Cubs is good. Like, you know, fading the Reds earlier this season was a good thing to do. The Yankees have been incredible, clearly, you know, betting them on the money line or even the run line sometimes is a little bit juicy. So they've been hitting like crazy. So I like to sprinkle sometimes a little on like a home run prop or a lot of K props. But uh, yeah, it's kind of uh, baseball is probably my least favorite of all of the sports to bet on. So it's a little bit depressing for me. But you know what? We got to do what we got to do if it's all we got.
0: Uh, Katie, my final question before we let you go. Do you get to hang out with Peyton Manning now that you're pretty much working with him for the Omaha. Omaha Productions?
2: So I have to tell you guys, uh, I've only met, I met him via email. I was coming out of the studio the other day and I was, you know, you check your phone when you get out there and I say, I have an email from Peyton Manning and I almost like fell over. I didn't even know what to do with it. And he was the most great. He's as lovely, as gracious as you think. He was just welcoming me, wishing me luck on the podcast and said that he would be tuning in, which of course now I'm terrified that (laughs) he will be uh, tuning in if he actually does, but he would have had to ask someone for my email. And just, it was just really a cool moment.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's Moxie so Betts begins Monday, June 20th, right? So coming up this Monday.
2: Yes, absolutely. Tune in. You get it wherever you get your podcast, and you can also watch it on ESPN's YouTube channel.
0: Well, we wish you luck. We'll talk again soon.
2: Thanks, guys. Have Thanks, a good one. The Warriors.
0: Katie Mox on the Roman guest line. You can get a free online evaluation as well as ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to getroman.com slash betQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's getroman.com slash betql. Katie Mox hanging out with Peyton Manning, getting emails from Peyton Manning. Yeah. Remember when Tom Brady was sending emails about Peyton Manning, about how he was going to play so much longer and already had beaten his ass so many yeah, times, amazing. and then everybody got a hold of Brady's emails over the dumbest thing ever, Deflate Gate. That had to be so embarrassing. <laughs> They're still buddies, though. Off the field. He's it's probably because like, Pete was talking the guy. same oh, talking the yeah. same junk that he was talking. Yeah. I saw him without his shirt at the combine looking like an idiot. I was in Tennessee breaking records, costing people money in the big he games.
1: Had a dead he was only 19 years old, 20 years he's on old. His,
0: he's on his fourth face by now. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Tom Brady has had and a his lot. His third of wife. Trista, uh, Tom Brady's had work done, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay. I love his the, face? Yes, yes. On everything. Yes. I love the pictures of Brady year by year. Oh, my God. He's a different human.
1: Money? As my mom would say, or life of money ain't so bad.
0: I want, I like, uh, I love Fat Brady. And then there was like the Brady, the one year where he looked like a mannequin. He looked like Gary from Team America World Police. Yeah, that was like crazy. Like his face was going to melt off. But go Brady. He's probably going to uh, win another MVP in Super Bowl this year because Chris Sims, for some reason, put out his top quarterback list and has Tom Brady eighth. Uh, At the eighth. bottom of it? No, he's got him eighth. He has um, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, which I'm fine with, one yep. and two, even over Aaron Rodgers but he has Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow at three and four. Wow. And I love Where Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. Five. Wow. Behind Justin Herbert, who's never won one Where's Derek Carr? Uh, he's down there.
1: Did he's you hear Devontae there. Adams said that there's not really much difference between Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr?
0: Yeah, you know, and everybody made a big deal about that, and then him and Rodgers were hanging out this weekend golfing in Vegas together. I should have been there. We should all be there. Bet we should MGM. all be we there. We all want to be in Vegas. Going to throw that out there. Uh, but uh, I'd move. Y- you kind of have to say that. You know what I mean? Like, It's like, Trista, let's say, you know, maybe you had an ex-boyfriend and he was um, really good looking, let's Mm -hmm. just say. Yeah. You know, he was good in some areas, but he was a big jerk. And then you find a really nice guy, you're dating him, and you're like, and he's like, well, you know, I'm probably not as good looking as Mario. And you're like, oh, no, you're much better looking than Mario. I wouldn't say that. Well, Devante can't come out and say, you know, Derek, (laughs) I like Derek. He's my buddy from Fresno. But, come on, who are we kidding? He's not Aaron Rodgers, man.
1: (laughs) Listen, he's better. Let's just say this. Derek Carr with me is better than Aaron Rodgers without me. How about that?
0: James Jones, when he left and went to the Raiders, called Derek Carr Aaron Rodgers 2.0. Didn't even realize he was there
3: ever. He never did anything. uh, Can you blame Devontae? He just wants some loyalty and stability. And Aaron Rodgers is just not ready to give that in a relationship. You're, You're right.